Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Transmitting live from Planet Margate. This is Buddies Buddies, episode two, with Bobby and Kate from Telegram Paper Company. Greetings and welcome, buddies, to Buddies Buddies. You're on the second episode. Thank you so much for checking in on episode one. If you did, if not, that's awesome too because that means that you might have heard about this from somewhere else or stumbled upon it perhaps. Uh, either way, it's very nice to have you all aboard. Uh, thank you for stopping by and listening. Um, yeah, really cool episode last week. I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, yeah, Dunbridge's from Heckles and um, really nice story, like an origin story in there. You got the, you know, the philosophy, the wisdom, the science, travels, all things Heckles. And uh, yeah, I hope, hope you got a kick out of it. Um, I, th- I, f- I feel like it was a really good way to kick it off. I was. I was really into that chat it was, it was great and thank you so much for all the feedback like um anyone who sent a message or liked a post or got in touch otherwise uh super appreciated you have to know that uh, everything is seen all by me i see every single one i take note of it it all goes into my uh like if i get a like on instagram it all gets banked in my uh endorphin response like bank which is where all of my Instagram likes go, and I'm sure yours do too, uh, and your own personal bank of Instagram likes and Twitter retweets. We store them away because then we can use them as currency later on in the apocalypse, I don't know. Or, you know, just like later on down the road and when social media likes become genuine currency. So, yeah, looking forward to cashing those in. So, yeah, thank you very much again. Really nice that you could join me for that one. So on today's episode, I'm joined by Bobby and Kate of the incredible Telegram paper company. So Telegram are a company who hopefully you're familiar with at this point. Uh, it's uh, There's a good chance that maybe you are a regular customer patron of theirs, or maybe you haven't seen their stuff at all yet, but uh, hopefully all that is set to change. Um they produce artwork that I bloody love. It's um, It just captures that. We go into it actually in the chat. Um, it, it captures that 
sort of mid-century Americana travel poster, vintage, just very clean and clear and bold illustrator design based work. I think the reason I struggle to describe it is because I'm worried that somebody's going to jump in and say, no, oh, what are you talking about, buddy? That's not how I'd explain it. Um, that's why I tend to stumble on these things because I'm worried that I'm getting it wrong at every step. But I could just tell you the way I I feel about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's the way I would describe it. Um, they've been in the game for a good while individually and working together. And recently, actually, they celebrated their fifth anniversary of being Telegram with Bobby and Kate. Uh, but yeah, obviously, their, their design and illustration work goes way back further than that it, I, I got in touch with them because you know i, I think i i bumped into them at uh, a trade fair at the winter gardens in margate not that long ago but yeah that on their stall like i was immediately halted in my tracks like there was such a lot of incredible work there like that was a insane day like there was just too much to take in but then yeah, I was going on my merry way and then I got stopped in my tracks by um yeah, some of their posters and prints and uh it's just it's just gorgeous. Like you have to have a look. And it, it one thing that I was sort of I was kind of thinking this actually while I was going through editing it is like it's very tricky to translate um visual work on an audio podcast. This wasn't lost on me at any point, believe me. You know, we can imagine things, you know, theatre of the mind and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's obviously I can't sum up what they do in words and it you, you really have to see it. So um, I hope we got somewhere in, in trying to describe it and kind of r- relate it to you and sort of uh, give you an idea of what they're about. Obviously, th- the first place you need to check is their Instagram, which is where you get a really decent idea of their work um in regard to their work i should also tell you that they've recently collaborated with uh, the sculptor alex chinek who i'm not hugely familiar with but then they told me about him and i realized i'd seen his stuff out and about in margate so he's the guy who did the post box that's been it's got a knot tied in the middle near margate station you you must have seen that um Otherwise, you've probably seen some of his... It's just weird, surreal, real mind-blowing stuff. It's the kind of thing that I I feel like this is the kind of stuff that crops up in my dreams, weirdly. Like, there'll be a a building that's got a massive zip on it and it looks like the building's been unzipped or the the front has been peeled away. Another one of his, it's like the tarmac has been it's like in a rip curl like in a wave and there's an upside down car like inside the rip curl and then yeah there's like massive wooden beams tied up in knots it's it's just nuts like it's really interesting really plays with your sort of perception of weight and like size and things like that um anyway so they've collaborated with him and they're going to do a series of screen prints and um i stopped in at the turner today to have a look at it it's it's fantastic like it's it's a they've got it up in the wall it's a print of one of the uh, post boxes you know recreated in telegram style of course uh unmistakable palettes you know really lush clean lines ah this is great so you have a look in the uh, turner contemporary um for a a very present example of what, what they're up to 
So anyway, I, I, I want to get to the, the chat with Bobby and Kate because it's a goodie. This was recorded at their old studio, which is, it was fairly near Dane Park. Um, I think uh, since then they've moved locations. It's not really a sort of open doors public studio, so to speak. So yeah, it, it, it's not like a shop as as they'll explain. But um, the cool thing is, is that having seen it, like everything in there, it, it's you know, you order from the website, this stuff is properly, it's made in there and it's, it, this is all a very hands-on operation. There's two people really getting in there with their hands and real materials, paint, paper, all that stuff. No, no shortcuts taken. And it's, um, yeah, it, it was, it was really nice to, to chat to them in, in the presence of all their work and their inspirations and, and, uh, play a croissants in front of us. That was, uh, also very inspiring. So, uh, so yeah, but before we get to that, very quickly just tell you where to catch up with them. So um, if you want to have a look on their website, which is uh, where you'll find the web store and all that goodness, uh, it is at telegram.co.uk, which is T-E-L-E-G-R-A-M-M-E.co.uk. On Instagram, they are at Telegram. Do I have to do that spelling thing again? Come on, you just heard it. Yeah, it's a simple, at Telegram. Follow them, enjoy uh you'll get their regular posts which are really nice entertaining and got a lot of uh their sort of character and heart in it you know it's it's, this uh it's a really nice little bump in your instagram feed so a a good follow but yeah uh let's crack on shall we so this is episode two buddies buddies with uh bobby and kate of the telegram paper company We are rolling. Uh, I am joined by Kate and Bobby Evans, correct? Hiya, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Hiya. Kate and Bobby Evans of Telegram Paper Company of Margate. I'll start with you, Kate. How are you doing, Kate? Very good, thanks. Yeah? Yeah. How's your morning? Good, early. Toddler. Oh, toddler. Uh, CBBs. Oh, what's going on in CBBs? Bing. Yeah, we're just not a fan of, uh, of Bing. <laughs> what's, oh, I thought you... I thought you were just making a noise. No, no, no. <laughs> what's, what's Bing? Bing is this, oh, he's a bunny. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not a he cool guy. Know, yeah, early CBBS programming very well, very uh-huh. quickly. I was familiar with <laughs> Peppa Pig through Friends Kids. Oh, we've avoided that, thankfully. Skillfully navigated away from Peppa Pig. Yeah, There's some good stuff out there. You can avoid, you can avoid Peppa Pig. Yeah, no, he does, yeah. he, do, he likes some good stuff. We like Hey Dougie, he loves Dougie. Mm-hmm. But he also likes Bing. Irresistible Bing. Yeah. Bobby, how are you doing? Uh, much the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks. I've had coffee morning. now, so yeah, 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 I feel okay. Yeah. Superb. Well, we're gonna get into everything, all of the telegram action, but um I am curious to know of your backgrounds. And we're gonna get to how you met and how you set up Telegram. But uh in order to paint a tapestry or to weave a tapestry, paint a picture sketch out a diagram in Illustrator to use your <laughs> vernacular. Oh, now I understand what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, give, me, give me a little background on, uh, let's start, Bobby, let's start with you. Uh, on myself or, or oh, the whole big picture? Yeah, just like how, how did you get to 
No, how did you get to now? We'll get to we'll get to the Telegram stage. But like, mm-hmm. what's your what's your background like in uh, you know, education? Interests? So with the, it's kind it's kind of fortunate in that I can I can sort of almost speak for both of us, or Kate could speak for both of us. We we yeah. both studied. We met at um, Falmouth College of Art, okay. uh, studying graphic design. Uh, so we have the same sort of art education background in that we both studied there, and then it kind of we go off uh, in different ways after that i yeah. suppose yeah but that's where we first met and uh, um kind of come a long way in, from design into uh, and i suppose it's getting into telegram now but yeah, yeah we're i would say more uh illustration studio than we are a design studio oh uh, yeah i'm using sort of i think I, I use design and illustration and even just art interchangeably they absolutely do yeah that's that's yeah. kind of the yeah, difficulty so do we. Yeah. yeah it's so hard when you're trying to describe what you do in, in a succinct soundbite because yeah. you just it, it's always been the problem well, with, with telegram because we we have a few arms to what we do yeah and we always kind of have and especially coming from a design background and changing essentially our practice into an illustration uh studio it's kind of well we're not but really a, that a graphic <laughs> illustration yeah so it is like graphic it is, illustration illustration there's there's design. Design. minefield yeah we don't, yeah. We don't know what we're talking even about. though it's <laughs> You know, it's a tiny thing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, awesome. It's, so you've had, a broadly speaking, a very sort of illustratory design background. Yeah, I mean, when I was studying graphic design, um, I think we probably had really different experiences from the what we got from the course. But um, I was <laughs> I was doing essentially the same thing that I'm that we are doing now, but I had to do it sort of after hours when you know we were doing very straight graphic design. It's an amazing course that is um, set to create fantastic typographers and relatively straight graphic design, commercial graphic design. Right, right, right. But I was interested in, I just discovered gig posters. Yeah. and um, That's a huge world, isn't it? Oh, it's man, when you first find out about culture. it. Yeah, just yeah. like, what, this, I, what, but you're a designer, and, <laughs> but you're drawing, and you've yeah, got yeah. typography, and you're doing this and that, and it's like, well... I have to play with Helvetica in 50 ways for tomorrow morning's assignment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. was, it really kind of blew my mind and right. that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the course didn't allow me to do that at the time. So did it, did it allow you much creative freedom then or were you just sort of given like assignments and you had to work from those? Or? It's very, um, very graphic design course, wasn't it? Mm. So it's problem solving mm-hmm. for, um, yeah, straight briefs that were like, you know, make an advert for mm. whatever. Yeah, so, it had quite a conceptual advertising leaning. Yeah, it did. It was um, very problem-solving. Yeah, problem-solving. So, which is graphic design. Yeah. Um, so you couldn't really draw something and then be like, it just looks nice. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to be like, but why have you done this? Yeah, yeah, have to justify everything. When like, you have yeah, to work yeah, backwards, you make yeah. what you want and then work, show your workings. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but you're like, you just want to make things that look nice. Yeah. And it's sort of instinctive. I love the idea of um, gig posters being very instinctive of like, I'm listening to this piece of music, I need to represent it. So it is problem solving, but you can't always justify it in an assignment. And I was coming from a visual side of like, well, I know in my head that this piece of music or this band sounds like this to me. And I want to represent that. And I got swept away in doing that and struggled on the course, shall we say, with (laughs) a few tellings off. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, yeah, like I, I remember when I was super young, like I listened to like heavy metal and I try and draw like the Metallica logo and the <laughs> oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I had a Limp Biscuit logo on my DT folder. <laughs> it took me ages, it looked amazing. Oh, nice. Did you use this freehand or like trace it or rule it? I imagine or? I uh, freehand it, but then 
it would have had several layers of uh, work on that. And my dad, actually, when I was at middle school, drew the Green Day Dookie album cover on my army surplus backpack. Oh it was goodness. the most amazing. Oh, I was so, so proud of it. But your dad did it? Yeah. But did you claim credit for it? No, no, no. It was too good. <laughs> I couldn't have got away with that. He's much better than me at drawing. <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's a hefty task that one as well it's yeah a, it's a techie one it's impressive wow okay so kate what's your so you, um, you were you in the same class yeah mm-hmm. oh okay so we're in exactly so, the same class same year i still need to talk to you though so i won't just let bobby say that. oh okay well you're in the same class <laughs> I'll take it from <laughs> pretty much the same i think we both so i'm from the midlands bobby's from um eastleigh near southampton so we're from different areas but we both did a foundation course before uni which Mm -hmm. is like the art course that you get where you try a bit of everything and then you decide oh i like graphics i'll do that there's there's a few still knocking about great but there's not not in the same way that i don't know whether the requirements are still the same to have that before an art degree yeah i don't don't, i don't know actually i think i yeah i did like i think it's called like multidiscipline. so i went to chelsea in like Mm. 98 or something Mm -hmm. and i mean that was loose as hell like (laughs) i I got set assignments and like you could i don't know i mean they, they check what you did but you could you could just do anything and say, "Well, mm. this represents this. This represents that." Fold oh, your wow. arms and look meaningful. And then <laughs> is that like, oh. was that the fine art course of it? Or? Yeah. Uh, oh, was, but you said yeah, multidisciplinary. Yeah, and then I think I specialised in applied three D design. And the thing I did at the end was just the most wanky. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what I was doing. Like, and eventually I ended up just working at home, and I'd like just spend hours like gluing things together, and it's mm. like. All right, I don't know what this is. I could, I could say that represents my journey to college. That represents... <laughs> yeah. Again, like, yeah, working, working backwards. Back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd be like, oh my God, that's, uh, <laughs> that's confusing. But okay, I guess I can't be... It's hard to argue with it though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. 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 How dare you criticise my art? Yeah. Wow, the luxury of having that. That's, yeah. The yeah. courses we had were just like... Oh, no. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, I studied um, a foundation in Winchester School of Art, which is just incredible it was oh. it was that looseness of like you can do anything today yeah there's a yeah. workshop there's this there's a photography studio oh is that how yours up. worked hmm? is that how yours worked mine was really yeah cool. i mean it was sort of loosely okay there's different terms where you're supposed to be focusing on oh um, yeah yeah That's 3d art but you could do it all in photographs if you wanted it was yeah, like it's yeah. amazing yeah oh, oh i loved it it was odd going from that it's because that was just how i understood what being creative was and then going to quite a straight graphic design course chose the one that's the most strict <laughs> yeah at the time i don't know because it's, like, it's that, like photography sure. we did life drawing ceramics mm. all pretty loose and you yeah. could just fine art you could just go wild and then mm. it's like graphics you have to do this and use this program yeah yeah have to use quark to make this oh. look bad quark. Yeah. i've heard about quark i've never yeah. seen it yeah. Is, is that well, still in use? No. I think it became defunct the year we graduated mm. <laughs> and we just learned how to use yeah, it. Yeah, they spent a lot of time teaching us how to use it the year that it decided to kind of fold. <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, that knowledge you have is kind of uh, obsolete now. Yeah, this is InDesign. What? Oh, did InDesign replace it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, All right. yeah it's a lot better. <laughs> so do Adobe kind of run the game now? Oh, yeah. Or? Well, for us. Yeah, for us. Although there seems I mean, to be loads of alternatives now that there just wasn't the... And I'm so. To be honest, I, think, I don't I don't want to go off brand. So set in our ways now. <laughs> yeah. So we know how to do things. You know, I was yeah. learning like, a program is so yeah. hard, though. So. You get really into a habit of. It's probably the longest way to do things, but you're just like, this is how I do it. This is how I use Photoshop. And then all these things I keep seeing pop up that other illustrators are using. Things like 
Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Procreate, I think it's called, yeah. on iPad. Oh, and the iPad it looks thing, amazing. Yeah. I haven't got a month to learn how to use this. Yeah. It does look fun, though. Yeah. Too stubborn. No, the learning curves and those things must be. Oh, I don't know. I guess you, you have a bit of an upper hand, though, because you, you must. Yeah, you have like, the you're... basis of. Yeah, I guess they're probably all based around the same thing. The pen tool button probably looks the same on all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they probably all sort of like. Right, we'll start with what Illustrator and Photoshop look like. Yeah. And then we'll just kind of like tweak it a bit and make yeah. it look like our own. Probably, yeah. 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 So, did you, uh, Kate, did you catch the gig poster bug or did you? No, I didn't. Was I wasn't into gig posters until uh, I met Bobby. So, I, I'm definitely more of a graphic designer than, than Bobby, I think. You're way more illustrative than me. So, I, I enjoyed the course and I quite enjoy the structure of graphic design and the problem solving elements of it so I um went straight from uni into a job at a little agency in Falmouth where we were so I didn't end up moving to London till a couple of years later as well and then met back up with Bobby and kind of started hanging out and you kind of were doing gig posters and Mm -hmm. poster roasts which was set up by friends yeah Chris and Alex so we had some friends doing um because there wasn't there the gig poster scene that I was first sort of shown and I guess that most people see was American scene. Yeah. yeah, kind yeah. Of a resurgence in sort of mid to late nineties through 2000 and, and whatever. And, um, I, so I've totally hijacked you. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> piggyback. forget about you. So <laughs> back to me. Um, that's what I figured this would go. It's going to be an intertwined braiding. But it's kind of, kind of the gig poster thing leads into it's, it's, yeah, tele- Telegram. Quite a big part of Telegram. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we were, the, the, the way I got into gig posters and a lot of people seem to get into gig posters either as a collector or as an artist through the American scene. And so myself and um, a friend during uni and just as, as we finished, started making posters for bands just that we liked because we were like we're trying to emulate yeah. Um, what was happening in America, both style-wise and trying to look at how you get posters, how you get to work for bands, because we thought, saw it as this, like, golden ticket of, like, oh, we can make so stuff for bands. Do, the band, do the bands generally approach you, or is it just like, look, I did this, it's like a sort of, almost like a business card, like, here, yeah. here's how awesome I am, here's, I've made this for you, so it's a gift, but it's also a demonstration of what I can do. So. This is kind of getting into how Telegram all started. Uh-huh. It was, yeah, we, we were approaching bands to start with, because uh-huh. they wouldn't have a clue who we were. Right. Um, and it was a really good way to to get into gigs for free. And yeah, right, of course. Like, if I do this poster, you either speak to a venue or directly to a band, if you can get hold of them. It's a long way to go to get into gig for free, though. Yeah, exactly. Some people just get quit. Yeah, yeah. Just, just pay the ticket. Um, through through doing this and and putting a few online that we'd managed to start doing and got a few lucky breaks with meeting bands and them liking what we did. Uh, so we got to do a few more posters and then discovered gigposters.com, which now oh, yes. doesn't really exist. Oh, I haven't checked it in it for years. No, it was um, it was just an incredible place for artists to meet and collectors to meet artists and artists to meet collectors um i met a uk scene there i was like how what there's other people in the rest of the uk that are doing the same thing and um they've now become really good close friends this little community and we've put exhibitions on we've traveled around the world showing what we do and that became a big part of what we were doing when we first really started talking about working together Yeah. yeah yeah you were heavy into it Mm. What, what was the breaking point where you guys were like, all right, let, let's start something up. Like, let's 
Let's just go for it and let's start Telegram Paper Company. Well, you already Telegram was Telegram Studio already existed, didn't mm-hmm. it? You and um, Chris, who yeah. is the friend you're talking about with the gig posters. Mm. Is Chris still in, involved with you guys? Or? No, he. So Chris and I started. This is when we were both at uni. He was in Bristol. I was in um, Falmouth. We we were just sending stuff to each other, yeah. um, either via post or email. Uh, working on stuff that wouldn't fit into either of our quite straight courses. Yeah. Oh, look, let's, you know, whether it be like we make um, a mixtape for each other, but the packaging was so outrageous over the top (laughs) just to show off what we learned that, you know, that month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris had learned some new screen printing techniques, so he'd screen print the cover for this mix CD to send me. Yeah, by like spurring each other on. Yeah, exactly. It was very much like one-upmanship. So we were doing that for ages and we thought, well, why not use this and, and see what we can do with it. And um, eventually, we, after speaking to a few bands and um, a few other people, we started getting some work in. And well, okay, we need a name. Mm. And so we came up with a name, Telegram, based on sending each other posts. And it kind of snowballed. And then we started, by accident, had a design agency that was a very illustrative, um, kind of unconventional aesthetic design agency. But it was, we were doing websites because we knew how to do them. We yeah, just learned. Yeah. And we were doing branding because that's what we've done, but we were bringing this kind of illustrative element to it. Yeah, so and it kind not, of just got just, out of control. We were yeah. like, oh, shit, we own a company now. <laughs> this wasn't the plan. And uh, it kind of snowballed on from there. So it, Telegram had been running a while when we sort of started speaking about working together. Yeah, you were more of a, an agency and branding mm. and stuff was your main thing. Yeah. And then I think the focus we wanted to do was to make things to sell. So to make product, more mm. products like you sold gig posters and that was probably it, was it? Yeah, we were Some selling gig posters because we, we were making gig posters. The way that the gig poster model works is that often you would take a fee and also a certain cut of the poster run. So you have screen right. prints and then it's up yeah. to you if you want to sell them after. Yeah, I've often wondered how that works. So like, I mean, obviously you retain, do you retain the rights? Or is it yeah, like you, you have the IP the name, to it. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't really reprint them or anything like that. No, yeah, it's a it's a really difficult grey area because you're using the band's name, um, yeah. and you're using that particular night. But it's sort of it is your copyright because you produce the poster. That's it's creepy, a whole yeah. big murky world that some people pay attention to and some people don't bother thinking about. Have you had a lot of like litigious situations on the road, or like is it, is it mm. perhaps you don't need, want to talk about? It? <laughs> <laughs> Turn the mic off. <laughs> so, no. I'll give you names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> name names. Yeah. Uh, no. Not, not not crazy. No, no it's oh, okay. yeah, right. fine. Yeah, no, it's just not. Um, it's not a lot of money in gig posters. They're yeah. lovely, but <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not sustainable. Yeah, so we, we were selling a lot of. So we, we had an online store as part of our. We had a you know website showcasing our branding and all our design work that we were doing. And um, with gig posters, we ended up doing a lot of the illustration that would be required on the posters, and then the illustration side started taking off. Yeah, everything up until this point had just been snowballed by accident. It just kind of. Yeah. We started doing this, and Sounds when we were doing like, gig posters, we then got asked by a, gig, like a, a, a venue to then do the branding for the venue. And like, okay, we have to learn how to do mm. decks to center branding. We need to learn yeah. how to do this. And Learning on the job is the best way, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's been amazing. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. never had a job where I've not Googled how to do this and, <laughs> yeah. and then done it. Can you do this? Yeah. yeah. Of course I can. Oh, yeah. Cool. Flash. <laughs> easy yeah it's how you just learn as you go because you and you just say you can do it everyone does that it's just everyone's an imposter yeah (laughs) i'm getting that a lot like because i mean i I listen to like 
I think I listen to more, way more podcasts than music these days. And a lot yeah, of them same. are like, they're interview based and it's kind of, I mean, similar to this, but like so many are here now. All, everyone's talking about this imposter syndrome thing. Mm. It's like, I feel like it's really something, maybe it's our generation or like something's been yeah. drilled into us that we're not, the worst thing to do is to go into a job saying like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. Like this mm. is, this yeah. is what I'm good at. Yeah. It's like this sort of weird modesty that's been. It's kind of what everyone's told us. now. I think the next generation are going to be too confident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, everyone's told like, you can do whatever. It's great. Which is a good thing. It's not yeah. at all a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But we're, I think the generation before us, like these jobs just were kind of, didn't really exist. I mean, well, our it. jobs. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to our parents, our jobs must seem like my parents are very open-minded, very creative, so they get it a bit more. But I think other people might think, what do you do all day? Like, yeah. how do you <laughs> just you draw pictures all day? Yeah, yeah, and then that. that gets you thinking like, yeah, what do I do all day? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's the worst way to get into your own head. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. How am I going away yeah. with this? Yeah, I think that's exactly it, yeah. But then you, you know that you have days when it's just like admin and hard and you're like, oh no, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you get to the numbers and the taxes and that mm. kind of stuff, it's like, oh, no, this is a problem. Yeah, and you're like yeah. coding a website and you're like, no, this is, yeah, it's not fun. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it happened, like, there's a lot of tributaries and maybe not necessarily a specific plan. Mm. It's just, you just sort of like, things happened and you took advantage of the situation. And- yeah, up until about 2013, it was very much that. Yeah. It was just like, well, I guess, I guess this company is this now. You kind of freelanced on the side here and there, yeah, didn't you? Here and there. Big companies. And, yeah. But and you, that, I think that's probably because you were <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> just speaking for you, but you didn't enjoy it, did you? Uh, working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hated it. I had a job for about six yeah. months and I was terrible at it. Um, it's not for everyone, though. No. Like, it's <laughs> just really bad. Yeah. I didn't mind it that much. I just wasn't very good at it. Yeah, and then so it was the, the focus was, oh, okay, if we can try and carve out a living doing a bit of this, a bit of that, that's fine. Um, and then my partner, Chris, decided he wanted to start a fashion label. And that was okay. kind of a big, oh, right. So because we'd never chosen this career path, it was very much it just happened. Yeah, He then got to a point four years, five years down the line and went, actually, this isn't really what maybe I'd want to do full time. Yeah, yeah. And it got me thinking, well, maybe that, you know, doing a bit of branding and a bit of this isn't what I want to do full time. But I knew there was something there. And then we started talking about what it could be. Yeah. So we wanted it to be more making products to sell, more shop, like making a shop of products to be the main focus of work, as Mm. well as keep the sort of commercial side going where we, you know, work on advertising or branding or whatever. Mm we very much wanted it to become more 50 50 split mm-hmm. um so then we kind of rebranded to telegram paper co mm-hmm. and just, just ended up signing a lot more prints and cards and things that people want to buy yeah that but weren't you, just gig posters they were like art prints yeah yeah because we'd get um, so many times you'd you would have a gig poster and people go oh, yeah. i love that that would be great on my wall who's that band yeah you, and I've, I've been at poster shows where people are like have you got um can you play me who this band is and, you well, either like we, just ignore it doesn't matter just don't listen to them yeah just, yeah just enjoy the old so we did a uh, primavera one year didn't we there was mm. a flat stock oh. which is a um big poster show thing that goes kind of different festivals and we were at primavera one year and we did a minus the bear poster which was um the mm. band name was written at the bottom and, a, and they, somebody like a sort of hardcore band is it? I, I used to have sort of like in, in, yeah like electronics and bit of a mix describing i know me too no no I, really I, good I, 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 used, I used to work in a record shop and like we 
the guy who owned it was like well up on all this stuff and that's how I kind of got into it just sort of by exposure but yeah I remember Minus the Bear we sold so many of them yeah and, they're very good they got a big following yeah yeah um, but the but band name was written at the bottom and the guy the guy that bought it said oh I love this I'm just going to cut the bottom off <laughs> <laughs> making but, it impossible but, to frame is also that, is oh, that it's kind of a compliment isn't it but, I was like that's great but oh yeah that's <laughs> not what it's for <laughs> yeah. also cutting off the signature and the uh, yeah, numbered yeah, edition yeah. <laughs> Uh, fair it's like fine just give me a mic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah we just we saw that there was a, a value in what we were producing that perhaps we could focus on things that we actually like commissioning ourselves essentially so right. we yeah. would sort of start to become our main client yeah so, the main thing behind everything we do is we make work that we want on our walls yeah because there's just things that we want that we can't find that mm-hmm. we make yeah that's so nice. It's so nice that you, it's like you have the skill. It's like the one thing that I'm finding in doing these podcasts is that like the people I speak to, it's like, I always think of this getting high in your own supply thing. It's yeah. like the people that I speak to generally, they're doing the things that they want. And yeah. so it's like you're, you're, you have the skills to make the art that you want to see on your walls. Mm-hmm. It's, it's usually born yeah. out of a gap in the market that you've noticed because you want what's missing. Yeah. yeah. So like I like to think that's the, that's the point in making anything. I don't see why you would make something to emulate something else. I mean, that's how we start. It's kind of how we started. It's <laughs> oh, just yeah, like, yeah, I don't, I want to learn how I could make what that thing is. Yeah. Cause I really like that. I just wonder how they made it. So then you learn how to make it. So you copy. Yeah. But then yeah, yeah. it gets to a point. There's no point. That thing exists in the world. There's so much of everything in the world. Yeah, yeah. Why would you make a second version of it? Absolutely. So the idea yeah. for telegram has always been, well, this doesn't really exist. So, well, it's go with it? because we're hopefully, obviously, inspired by like mid-century and vintage Americanery vibes, and mm. that doesn't exist really new. Like, you no. know, there's vintage versions of things, but you can't you can't get them. Yeah, yeah. Or fifty like, years old. Yeah, exactly. And out or of print or how would a skateboarder look in a mid-century sort of yeah style? That's yeah. a terrible example, but it's just the first thing. I it's like that's what what we like yeah hopefully other people like it you've you've naturally segued onto the the thing that well what caught my eye with your your wares is like the vintage aspects if i if i had you know infinite supplies of expendable income then you wouldn't have a shop like or you would you wouldn't have any of the stock it would all be in my place so we'll just move it move it now if you want (laughs) <laughs> we'll just turn around and then if it's all gone then that's fine it's me yeah like but it, it's it's so it's like almost made for me because i don't know what it is exactly but like i'm really into the yeah like the sort of i guess you said like mid-century yeah, sort of, yeah. i'm never sure like it's exactly also like americana to, vibe isn't it it's yeah, not the just type, so. it's clearly like in americanary isn't it like most things we do yeah and just the travel poster, like it's mid-century yeah, yeah. travel posters and yeah. and the beautiful like signs, you know, like we do a lot of like the sign prints and stuff that are just, when you go to mostly like Southern states, like California and Florida and stuff, yeah, and they've yeah. got these, oh, mm. they're just amazing. All these signs that are just up yeah. and like people that I'm always just like, you just take these for granted. These are just on your street. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, I've had that before as well. Oh. I've been to America, but like you just walk down the street and it's like these people must just be a Totally Always wonder that. Yeah. They must appreciate it to a certain degree. Well, if I guess it sort of informs your relationship to to the surroundings in some Mm. way, but you probably, you know, they must internalize it. There must be so much to do. Yeah, even Margate. Yeah. We're by the sea. We're probably Mm. sort of 
oh, that's the sea. Yeah. Mm. And like this, people come to the sea specifically. Yeah. Totally. Here, so it's like, ah, it's there whenever Even living in London, you're like, obviously we didn't live in central London, but you walk around it and you don't even notice the buildings mm. or, you know, worldwide renowned buildings and yeah. tourist attractions. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, you have to kind of, with any of those, I think you've got to just stop for a second and go, this is this is really cool. We've done that recently. Yeah, we have actually. And when we lived in London, when we decided we were moving, we really went, oh my God, we've got to take advantage of Mm. living in London because we lived in like Crouch End and you don't, you just live in Crouch End as like a little village. Yeah, yeah. You don't really go into central Mm. London. And then we were like, right, we've got to go to all the museums and everything one last time and (laughs) just take advantage of it because you do, yeah, you just miss it. You don't don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. No, I, I had, yeah, I had that when I lived in London. It's like, it, there was one stage and I was like, wait, I really should be like treating this place like I'm a tourist. And yeah. And this should be sort of, just because Tower of London is there, it's like, ah, it's always there. It's like, yeah, but. And you're I, like, I oh, go next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. I, I used to do lone tourist days in London all the time. Not all the time, obviously. But like, go to, you know, the museums and just like walk along South Bank, go to the Tate, be proper mm. tourist. And it, it's the best. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, oh my God, live here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Absolutely. expensive. So we have I to see. Yeah. It's nice to know, that? But then we do it with Margate now and walk along yeah. the beach for in the morning and just be like, oh, look at that. And yeah, then go, yeah. why don't we do this every day? Yeah. Because you know, it's life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you, you've got, how many How many kids do you have? Just one. Just one kid. That's just one enough. wild one. Yeah. yeah. And age is? He's uh, 19 months. Just Boy. all the energy. Yeah. And mm. yeah. How how That's is amazing. how's the balance? How's the the uh, Telegram baby balance? Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I think we do it pretty well. We're quite equal with childcare and work. Yeah, we're quite. Yeah, it's very nice, fortunate nice that we can do that. that. We can chop and change any day. Yeah, we don't have a super strict timetable, but one day we can be like, "Oh, there's some work on. You do that, mm-hmm. or I'll do this, and just decide on the day." Most yeah. of the time, it's quite yeah. handy, really. So we started working together in 2014 and it took a little bit of time in terms of getting a balance between our roles yeah and I felt like we finally sort of got that Mm. down and then the baby (laughs) and then it's a case of like all right now how does our time balance work yeah I think we're we're getting there now I think it takes like anything like that it takes a little a little time to to settle in it's like a new job isn't it well that's it yeah exactly it was literally a new job yeah exactly that's it some yeah one of you's got a new job yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's yeah it's just trial and error Mm -hmm. we're getting getting on all right yeah well you yeah you appear to be getting the work done i mean i haven't seen the the behind the scenes stuff with the baby maybe that's yeah he's all right (laughs) oh forget about him works works priority yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah Hey, this is uh, Buddy, just checking in real quick. By the looks of things, we're around the midway point of this podcast. So in case there's any advertisements or any sponsor messages that need to go here, I just want to kind of bring in a little intermission zone for you and uh, we'll ease into that. And then we shall return to the podcast. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One thing, so we, yeah, we're just talking about the vintage stuff. So like when you see that stuff like in its natural environment, what makes you think, ah, oh, this is something I need to channel and bring into my design work? just it looks so amazing why doesn't everything look like this now <laughs> like you know like when you look at old cars and stuff and you're like why don't why don't cars look like this mm, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just making it keeping it alive I think because it's just so beautiful and so it is a bit forgotten I know a lot of people are into this and we're not the only people that like vintage <laughs> stuff far, far from it. obviously but um just because I think mainstream I mean those signs and things on the side of the road were just how things were made it wasn't really a style thing it was just that was the mainstream way mm. things were designed and cars all you know majority of cars looked really nice and and then now things are more sensible and mm. thought about this a lot in the sense yeah sensible is a good point because just sensible and cheaper and whatever however kind of mass, mass produced yeah, like that. I suppose there's just there seems to be a certain amount we both used to collect and still do ephemera from anywhere, whether it's like flea markets. We used to get loads of stuff from like yeah. Florida flea markets and oh, we managed yeah, to cull yeah. a lot of it, unfortunately, in like the space when we first moved. Yeah. We have to, you got um, like there's still shop a lot signs of bits, and things. We got, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got, do have like old shop signs and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of moving to Margate was the attraction of all these scenes, my, vintage shops and things. My whole but, family yeah. are like that as well. My parents' house, my brother's house, full of Yeah, just absolutely stuff. full. And my brother makes sort of vintage inspired <coughs> lighting and signs. So uh, we've kind of got... deep in like your family. That. Yeah, so I was always encouraged to just collect. Yeah. And just... Was, was it like, was it a hoarding family? Like, no, not some, so much. No, but like some people come from that and it's yeah. like that, that turns them into not hoarders, but like an appreciation. Well, for to be honest, very curated. very curated and very yeah. like neat and whatever. But still my mum, if we saw something that was nice, she's like, you can't leave it there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. what's going to happen to it? It's just going to sit there. Like you Might have well no use, you have no use for it at all. It's like, yeah. not, it's just a thing. It's like not useful, but it's so nice that you're just... Well, I better take it home. Yeah. You feel sad leaving it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it needs to it. Yeah, needs to collect art. dust in my room instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that stuff, because we've always we've always both 
collected it independently and then we moved moved in together and we realized we had we like, oh, so much stuff it was like a it was it was like a shop every <laughs> shelf was full of things um but that looking at amazing. it was it was that. good it was too, it was impossible to keep things it's just dust everything yeah <laughs> um, you so, can't hoover those shelves can you no. just knock everything off yeah. <laughs> um so looking at all that stuff i used to for, for inspiration and the amount of care and detail that went into a lot of this stuff. I'm not saying that there's no care and detail in design now. I think there is more than ever, mm. but there's um, so many more people doing design now that there was, I don't know that there's such a specific look of an era from this like 50s, 60s Americana design because there was specialized sign makers. I mean, it's amazing. Yes. There's a, a resurgence mm. in specialized sign writing and um, mm. things like that. But it was an expert making this, this sign that is based on a series of set of principles of this is how things look at this particular time when it's reaching for yeah. sort of atomic space age aspirations. It was like a, yeah, right. Yeah. It was like- everyone, everyone wanted that same design and aspiration at, yeah. at the time. So it has a really specific look and there's a lot of craft that went into it because it was just harder to do. Yeah. So yeah, everything is no finished really well. And- yeah. And I guess it's was, it was a bit more like esoteric because like people weren't, uh, it- you couldn't just jump like now you can kind of chop and change and jump mm-hmm. into like you can learn illustrator or you can learn yeah. sign writing on yeah. youtube but like you had to study you go to school mm. and do it like in a real formal way yeah to get to the place you can make like that poster behind you there and like <laughs> yeah there's, there, there was like only one way to do it you're right there was no yeah. cheaper way like nowadays people if you see a hand-painted shop sign it's like a nice treat like a rarity because yeah. you could just get one printed really cheap digitally or stick whatever up some vinyl mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so but there wasn't that so yeah. everyone had to do it properly and that's what made it nice yeah yeah just everything so it'd be like like looking up on our shelf of tap <laughs> we've got there's like a there's a drawing pin box but it's which one is carefully designed show? and it's, it's literally the first oh, okay. thing i'm looking at there's um but like some, that's so satisfying yeah the cake <laughs> candle box up there is the prices one is it's so carefully designed and yeah. um wait, wait um i'm i'm just trying to i'm thinking of how i can explain this on the, <laughs> so which, which one tell me what you're pointing at you're pointing at that cake candles box ah uh, okay so ah uh, nice well there's fantastic limitations because i'm coming from a screen printing background yeah there's fantastic limitations that um inform so a lot of design from this era so you can't print in infinite amount of colors there's that cmyk so it's, you have yeah you can only work in those i mean it's always cmyk printing now but it's it's spot colors yeah so, so yeah this is it's literally is like it's, it's only it's cmyk those, isn't yeah it? it's those four colors mm-hmm. separated yeah they haven't um and they've kept it exactly like that for um probably being it's the cheapest way to print yeah that particular box it's so, it's, i see um, what you mean like is this thing is like i totally see this and it's like birthday candles but we yeah. get them in little plastic you know vacuum formed yeah things but that's that's carefully designed mm. and maybe thought um, about i'll tell you what can i leave this out and then i'm gonna t- yeah, maybe take a photo yeah, of it yeah. and then i'll try and put it on there yeah so all of that stuff has in, informed our design not in terms of just purely aesthetics but it'll be right how did how did they get away with this kind of cheap printing? Like, how did they do, mm. how did they make something in three colours? So sort of like giving yourself those, the boundaries that they would have probably seen back in those yeah, days. Yeah, and... which sounds like it makes things harder, but it makes things easier. Yeah. I think limiting yourself, because all of our prints are screen printed, 
a maximum is like four colors, but we try and do three colors. And it just, it's part of the process of make, like how you think about how to design. And it's, it's good to have those limitations because mm, if you have yeah. endless color choices and, and we're, you drive yourself crazy. we're our own yeah. clients, as we were saying earlier, yeah. uh, so we can make anything yeah. within reason. So there has to be a limitation or, or a certain set of rules that mm. bring you back. Yeah. It's paralyzing though, isn't it? It's like, it's cause I mean, I, I, I make music and it's like with the kind of music I make, it's like sample based. So in, in a way it's not, it's not too there's there's somewhat of a through line with the, what you do yeah. in the sort of references to the old days and like using yeah, course, yeah. analog gear and all mm. this kind of stuff. For instance, if I make a, a hip hop track or something like that, I'll sort of think of the textures and the, the samplers they use and like the specific sound quality you get from certain mm. samplers and stuff like that and like programming techniques and things like that. And um, the thing is with sampling, you can you've, you've got the entire history of recorded music technically, I mean, legally, whatever, like <laughs> in your own time. And if you're not releasing it, you can sample anything you want. Ready, stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like you, you need to impose some kind of boundaries on it. Otherwise yeah, it's going to be started, chaos. And, you? Yeah. No, no, it's, you just get paralyzed from the start. So yeah, yeah I understand the, the sort of limitations, but also I find with, with your work, it's, it's, there's a, re- there's such a consistency to it because it's not just like tons of colours and it's not like, you know, insane sort of... Yeah, we like about three colours. Everything else is Pink, orange, black. Yeah, that's it. Nails it. We do though. Like, and that's... Because sometimes if we start, we tend to design in sets of threes. Again, a nice limitation that we set ourselves because um, we'll be like, this is the so-and-so collection and we'll we'll maybe think sketch up six and be like well they're the strongest three we'll do those yeah, yeah and then yeah. um like the gig the uh gig venue yes exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah and then we'll uh we'll go we'll set a color template um palette sorry maybe before even starting mm-hmm. and it can be tweaked but then it's just a good way to get shapes colored shapes onto yeah. canvas yeah, right, right. it's so difficult when you haven't got that and it could be if you're just anything. like blank page yeah. it's just i never oh, i rarely use pencil you're good at using a pencil i'm great (laughs) (laughs) that's what everyone says so up here we've got some sketches up on the wall so so probably are these yours yeah these are turned into professional illustrator (laughs) (laughs) it's nice though because you can see now a couple of them are prints yeah it's nice to have the pencil sketch Mm. definitely so these this is how it this is as much pencil to paper as we would probably do um so it's, so it's kind of um it's purely a, a thumbnail idea of yeah like, i need to get this out of my brain onto something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah more layout than Fallout. anything yeah yeah this is perfect so i was gonna ask you about the process mm. and this is uh it's like you're just steering this thing for me. I just look at you and see your notes. So we got written down there. So the process. So yeah, go on, go on, Bobby. You were saying. Um, so we, we we have a chat about okay, what what do we want to release next? What's the next thing that we want to make? And that'll be informed by stuff we've seen around or we have like what a list we can't of ideas, see. Yeah, but, and then we'll go. What? Yeah, what's next? What's mm-hmm. actually got enough behind it to do? Yeah. Yeah, what what are we also what are we passionate about enough at the moment that we can see it through to completion, or mm-hmm. what do we feel we don't have? Yeah. So um, do, do you sort of you have like a running list of ideas, and then and when one gets charged, it's like boom, it's ready yeah. to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, and that list is never going down. As many as we try and do, it will yeah. continue to grow. There's That's so good. many things we want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's good. 
Um, and then the next step will be, okay, let's scribble out uh, just to get them out, see what visually might work or how we might represent that particular idea in the mm-hmm. simplest way. Mm-hmm. And then it's case just working it up on the computer after that. And are you using sort of source material or is this just like you have like a bit of a backlog in your head or like a sort of archive? Just It's more than oh, that, isn't it? Yeah. You must have yeah. been around so much of it now. So. It's yeah. pretty much just that, yeah. And after doing it so, so many times, there's, you know, if you want to draw, like you say, we do have a, a set style and it can vary, but... You can apply it to anything though. Like yeah. how, how would we draw a... I can't think of any object. Go on. <laughs> you can't think of any object. Oh my God, what's the thing? Table, table croissant. <laughs> a croissant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would we draw a croissant? And then you pretty much, yeah, know how, how you, that would go. How, how, tell me, look at, if you, you're looking at this plate of croissants here, like what would really be, hard. what's going through your mind? I know, I've picked the hardest thing. I meant plate. I meant plate. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we probably have different approaches, don't we? Like, mm-hmm. oh, so make, let's go with your approach. Kate, how to draw a croissant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I make things out of shapes. I'm very graphic. Right. Um, and just build things out of shapes. So do you, together, are you, are you looking for simplicity or like the the yeah. basic shape, and then building it up the details? Or? No, I, there's not a lot of detail we had really. I'm very simple. <laughs> God, that's a soundbite. <laughs> that's that's uh, been isolated. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Oh, oh god! Tells you you're making this podcast for me. <laughs> Sound bites, segues. Um, but you probably do it differently. You might. You no. I think we have a, sim- a similar approach in that in, in building shapes, and then a lot of it's context. Like, well, how? Okay, is it just going to float there? Like, what? What's it? What's it there? What's its purpose? Mm-hmm. Why? Why am I drawing a cross? Why have you asked me to do that? Why did you pick that? This There's is- a mug there. It's really easy. We've drawn that before. I know, but I've already drawn a mug. Yeah. I don't think the croissant print's going to sell. I think yeah. we need to scrap it. It's quite cute, right actually. Yeah, write that down. Um, <laughs> Pastry collection. Yeah. Quite hey, that. hey, now that's good. Hey, uh, a lot of bakers around here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, true. Cha-ching. So I, with, with, I, I want commission. This is being recorded. Let me draw it quickly. It's already on the wall. Oh, you've written this yesterday's date as well. The simplicity thing is it's quite a big part of of our design because it's um it's something we've always been quite interested in coming from a design background i suppose it's just paring it down so a lot of the time we will draw something and then because we can on the computer you can just take away things to see yeah. what still works so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost yeah. like working to um like how little can we get away with yeah yeah i find yeah. it very satisfying when there's hardly any marks on something, but mm. you know exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's great design. A few colours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just a great design. It's like, um, there's, I heard this thing of, um, or it's like a sort of, I guess a theory, but I think it worked for like cartoon characters. Oh, they're always the most memorable or effective, I guess. Like right. when you can tell who they are by the silhouettes. So like yeah, Simpson totally. Or Mickey Mouse or something. So yes. Like, and, Apparently, I think it, this was on another podcast I produced, Scroobius Pips one. So like he, he was talking to Russell Brand and he was saying something about like, I think Russell Brand tried to come up with like a silhouette of oh, himself. Wow. So like if you just have a silhouette of Russell Brand, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's him. So Yeah. Well, so, it was like an a, a intentional yeah, so, calculated so, idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, guess you could with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, kind yeah. of. So yeah. So like, I, I guess... It's almost like if you saw a, the, 
the croissant in question as a silhouette, if that still looks like a croissant with just mm. one colour, yeah, then that's it. That's, that's been successful. We talked about this recently, actually, because uh, Woody, our son, has got quite a few Mickey Mouse uh, items of clothing. Right. And he loves Mickey Mouse. Mm. And he's not seen Mickey Mouse do anything because he's not really in anything. Laziest actor. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He's not he in anything. Like he, but he knows Mickey and he kind of he says Mickey. Yeah points at Mickey and he's only on some jogging bottoms and like a t-shirt but and the same with our friend's daughter she has the same reaction to Mickey Mouse oh. and yeah it's not like he's got loads of stuff but it's mm. just he's I like oh Mickey him a Mickey and cartoon with him in so it must be we yeah. we kind of decided it must be down to the design of mm. Mickey being so so it, correct yeah. like like the roundness maybe something mm. like, yeah like it's just three circles yeah. isn't yeah. it and like but it's just so funny because he's not on TV, you know, he's not a character he watches. It's almost, just... yeah, it's almost like very out of date cartoon totally. character. Yeah. Mm. But like it's transcended. So it's obviously it's just, that's proof that that works. It's so funny. Somewhere. He saw him in a, like on something in a shop miles away and was just mm. like, Mickey. And it's like, mm. how oh do you know who the, Mickey is? It's just the icon for all cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's the synonym for cartoon yeah character it's just so, so it's pretty amazing yeah, yeah it's nuts isn't it why it's, it's so successful yeah no, it's, 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 it's done very well for himself <laughs> but it's, it's cool i guess it, it must be really interesting having a a fairly new child and like seeing everything like like that you, you maybe you wouldn't have noticed that if you hadn't have seen that no. sort of so that, that that must inform your design so like oh what, what's he seeing in in mickey mouse and then you probably Maybe you'll think about that when you're designing bloody croissants. Yeah. Well, there's the mouse collection coming next. It's uh, just wildlife. No, but that's not happening. Um, <laughs> but we are um, hoping to do something more for kids, maybe yeah. in the future. Okay. Yeah. It's the first thing that people said when we said we we're going to have a baby. Like, you're going to just release some kids stuff, aren't you? Like, no way. Too easy. <laughs> too obvious. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah that must be, that's right. probably quite a difficult thing, though, right? Yeah. Do you do it to, to appeal to kids or do you do it to appeal to parents who want to buy it for the kids? Mm. Like, like that's it, kids' yeah. Beastie Boys t-shirts and stuff yeah. like that. So is, that. is that for the kid or is that for you? Yeah. yeah there's a lot I mean, aimed at adults that's very good. Mm. Yeah, that's where it's very early stages. We're not really... um. It's one of the, yeah, we're currently investigating all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it for us? What is, because again, it's going back to it. We don't want, there is loads of stuff now. It's really like, there's a lot of nicely designed stuff for kids. <laughs> loads, or, but a yes. lot of it is, yeah. does feel like it's aimed at parents who just yeah. want a very minimal grey nursery. Yeah, monochrome. But I don't know if that would do anything for the kid mm, because right. it's just looks nice, but is it giving them anything or stimulating yeah. them? Yeah, so it's it? like we're in a bit of a, research stage. yeah we don't want to produce something that already exists it's the whole point of what we do is like let's make something that that doesn't currently yeah you can't find exactly anywhere. yeah and it's trying yeah, to narrow down exactly woody's got is. some art in his playroom and he's got like a really beautiful sign writing alphabet mm. thing and then he's got that big cat from charlie mm. that's very it's quite, it's quite scary but yeah. it's amazing um i think that again it might have been for us yeah well yeah that's, that's it that's what i just if i had a kid i'd just get him like hip-hop cds and <laughs> yeah, records yeah. And really just, hope he likes it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're forcing a lot of music on him poor guy um yeah so we're just in research stages for that but it's it's exciting it's a whole it? different it's not as straightforward as we thought no we whole different way to approach stuff. design yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good though yeah, it's a good challenge. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so, I mean, it's another sort of framework, like a boundary-based project where, like, the the, bound, the 
the sort of framework is the age of the kid and like mm-hmm. what it's going to be interested in and yeah yeah like think almost thinking like a kid but trying mm. to retain your design process yeah, yeah totally and also why is it going on a wall like what is, yeah. it, is it does it need to be informative this is the thing that I'm, yeah yeah with kids tv there's stuff that's educational there's stuff that is just pure fun i suppose and Paw sometimes like, yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah! Luckily, have we've avoided that, that as well. Good, good job. <laughs> this kid will do well. Yeah. <laughs> Guarantees. Absolutely. But how will it develop teamwork, it. though? Yeah. Exactly. How's he going to put out fires? Is that what they do? I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's trying to find like, well, why why are we why are we producing? Is it purely aesthetic? Is it yeah. does it need to be educational? And it's so much research. And, like, yeah, there's a lot right. to it. Yeah, to, to get it right. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to make some prints for the sake of it, yeah. but. Other people do similar versions of. Come in 2030. Yeah, right. <laughs> Woody's at uni. Yeah. It's like a lifelong project. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. We finally drew the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> You've reinvented me. Um, so, all right, uh, briefly, Bobby, I, I know we're, on, we're sort of on, on the clock a bit, but like, uh, what, what would be your process? Uh, so, so your process is mainly sort of pen to paper mm-hmm. and then into the computer yeah. or like uh, yeah it'll be the pencil sketches are just purely this to one. remind ourselves of, yeah. of what what it is and same with when we do client work it will be we sketch out really rough almost illegible it's like the equivalent of like doctor's handwriting mm-hmm. like you can't yeah. nobody can understand it except the person who did it yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're like that's a train what that's a train <laughs> <laughs> it's mickey it's again. A sausage <laughs> 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 Imbecile. <laughs> That's the smoke coming off it. Come on. And then, and then it would be we completely start again when we get into the computer and um, yeah. just it's like Kate was saying, we build from shapes and yeah. um, it's working together as well. It's hard to explain what's in your brain to someone, so it's mm. just going. No, I mean this goes there and then that like that and then this here and then the other person go. All oh, right. Mm-hmm. So you, if you, you must have like the the most crazy shorthand with each other, like. You think a lot of our references are the same, yeah. so whether that's true, yeah. So whether it's stuff we've seen before or um, new things we'll send each other. If we just say, like a travel poster when the train is coming around, I've got this train poster in my head, I don't know why I keep referencing this, <laughs> but when you're just like, like a travel poster with this in the background, and then the main foreground is the thing, and we both kind of, yeah, like, yeah, oh, I can yeah kind we'd of know how each yeah, other are yeah, thinking, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, and then if not a really pit, uh, quick pencil sketch will, will kind of clarify everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, su- that's super handy. Like, it's... We don't speak in code constantly. No. Really. It's, no. It's a bit more straightforward. So, all right, you've been in Margate since 2016, mm-hmm. 2014. 16, June 2016 it 2016. was. 2016. Yeah. In terms of design and illustration and this kind of area, like how, how, do you, how have you found Margate in terms of that? Like do you, do you feel like, like is there a sort of illustration scene in Margate or are you, do, you, um, do you feel like pioneers in this? Or like... No, I don't think we'll ever feel I'll like that. I'll take that. that. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely an art scene, but I don't, it's just so varied here. That's why it's amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, so In terms of like uh, disciplines? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it feels like there's creatives in every sense of the word down here. Um, which is so nice. But in terms of illustration, I don't know. I mean, there's like screen printers and then there's, you know, photographers, stylists. Yeah. I feel like screen printing is pretty big down here, isn't it? Yeah, there's a couple of screen printers. Um, Our friends upstairs who own the studio upstairs, Crispin Finn, are screen printers. Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple of guys at Resort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 
Seems to be quite a few of those down here, which yeah, is great. One or two illustrators. I mean, I don't know whether... We didn't move for anything like that. What we've kind of discovered in Margate has been just the happiest accident of like, oh, wow, yeah. people have moved for the same reasons as us, yeah. but not specifically there's an art scene down here. Let's let's jump into it. Yeah, we were kind of doing our thing anyway. And, yeah, yeah. And well, you kind people. of, even if you didn't know there's an art scene, you get that there's a creative... yeah vibe yeah just from walking around in like the big antique shops the yard and stuff like that mm. and you're just like people down here obviously like stuff like this yeah they like we stuff like, like stuff we like this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you just it just felt right it's a bit of a to be fair it was very lucky because we decided it quite quickly and then just did it mm. and just very happy accident like mm. so just ended really well yeah. <laughs> yeah. i feel like yeah i feel like you guys fit in really well here though because it's like uh the you know, going back to like the sort of vintage, like Americana kind of state posters and things mm-hmm. like that. Like um, yeah. that, that in Margate, I feel like that's perfect. So like there's so many like iconic sort of coastal features and something yeah. about being by the sea as well. It's like there's a real, you know, that sunset kind of beach mm. vibe. It's yeah, we like cool. to pretend we live in Palm Springs and yeah. <laughs> um, draw a lot of prints yeah. um, based on that. So yeah. a lot of our prints that we've got in the summer collection that's got like deck chairs and lifeguard hut and... Mm a hut that's on the beach that's all from Margate Main Sands, the, the oh, references. So that's all based on Margate. Then. Yeah, so, so the, the, the um, lifeguard print is the, oh. that's the lifeguard hut on the Main Sands. The only reason it doesn't like is because we put palm trees around the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there are palm trees here, though. So yeah, it's yeah. palm trees. not a lie. Down at District Council might get around to planting something. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of it is, um, it's, well, loads of our work is based on being in Margate. Yeah, it really has, yeah. actually. Um, and then... Mm. The colours just suggest it's maybe elsewhere. Yeah, it's but, just those specific summer nights that you get a few of yeah, in the yeah. summer. I mean, really the Margate sunset is the best, isn't it? Like that, that orange sunset. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we used to live behind the Turner, actually, so we used to get the most amazing view of that in the summer, oh, didn't we? Right. And um, It's so, it's unreal, oh, isn't it? Like, there's some nights where, like, like, yeah, like me and my partner will just, all right, look at the sky. All right, let's go, 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 go. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> gonna go. It's like, see it now. It's like <laughs> pink and orange, all our colours. Yeah. And... Um, and it's like nowhere else because there's no friends that visit. It's quite, it blows you away because it is mm. like, it's a different sky to everywhere else in the rest of the country. Yeah, absolutely. Which is obviously like why Turner loved it. And mm. like, it really is just a different place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a little island. Mm. Totally. So like, who, who are your, um, the question I hear on, there's this podcast called WTF where a guy speaks to comedians and he says, like, who are you guys? Who are you guys? So like, Kate and Bobby, who are your guys? Who are your men and women? Designers, illustrators? Oh, what inspirations? Yeah, influences. People um, that you, people who are like in the, almost like sitting on your shoulder, kind of like stroking their chins, like looking at your work, judging it. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if there's specifics, but there's people that, you know, peers almost like, well, people that aren't necessarily before our time, but are currently our time. I think I'm more inspired by current other illustrators mm. that I follow mm. and, People like um, Malika Favre is just mm-hmm. like very amazing. And um, so good. I like more kind of graphic, bold, which is probably quite clear, but um, yeah. I really like Anna Kovetchez, she's a really bold, childlike kind of illustrator. Um, uh-huh. Are these, are these, are these, are the people you've mentioned, are they like, uh, where, whereabouts are they from? I think Malika is French. I think Anna is Hungarian. It'd be cool to, uh, 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 if we're reading our ideas as like notes 
on, on the oh, oh, okay. when, it, when it comes out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's right. French okay. Hungarian. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm just curious. Like, yeah, I'm not I, fact checking or anything. Like I think that. so. Um, but that's people that I see, like Hollaloo, who's Mexican. It's mm, yeah. amazing work. She's amazing. People that when you see it, you go, oh, God, I've got to do something. Like mm. instantly inspire you to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just think of something. Or I think, yeah, those people. Our work's very different. Like if you look those up, you'd probably be like, what's she on about? Mm. But um, I think that's well, quite important, isn't it? But that's important, yeah, because it's being inspired by someone that makes the same looking work as you is kind of, it's, it's weird because... Mm. I don't know. There's just no need for it. No, yeah, but these yeah. people are all like bold and graphic and mm. satisfying. Like I yeah. love like composition is like, oh, you know, you see a satisfying composition. It's all about that. And these, those three, I think just mm-hmm. smash it. Yeah. And they make me nice. feel like I want to do something. It's, it's stuff like that. It's like I find with design, I mean, I'm, I'm by no means a designer at all. Like I tinker with, you know, illustrator here and there and sketch a bit, but that, that I'm, I'm getting way more into like i'm really appreciating design a lot more these days uh just through access and exposure but like i find that the stuff i'm into is the kind of thing it's like the is it the old um bell logo the, the telephone logo oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah i can't remember who. oh i can't picture I think it might have been saul bass who did it it was like um yeah he's pretty good yeah, <laughs> nice does his thing. <laughs> so <Soul base? laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the the logos, and I mean, I think it's more logos that grab me. It's like you look at it, and it's like, ah, oh, damn it! Oh like, yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. It was always there. And when like, you see a logo, that's, oh, he is incredible. Did he do the Chubba Chubs no, logo? Um, oh no, that was uh, that's an amazing. Oh, Dali <laughs> twiddling your moustache. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Dali did the Chubba oh. Chubs logo, which is such really? a good fact yeah, to throw in. It's hilarious. But um, yeah, when you see a logo that's like absolutely perfect, this is where the graphic design problem solving joy is like sparked. Because when you see something that's just like... Is it the Toblerone logo that's got a bear in it? That sort of thing. Yeah, mate. <laughs> that, that sort of thing. That's a terrible sentence. I think but that's so bad. Yeah, no, there's like a, it's, I'm sure it's yes. the Tobarone one or something like that. It's a mountain range. But yeah, you're looking right. at one way and it's got like a bear in it. I know, and I only realised that recently, I, I think. Right, t- so <clears throat> tell me about this because it's probably the kind of thing I'll look at a Tobarone right now and be like, ah. It's, We've got it completely wrong like, and you'll be looking at it for weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a bear in here <laughs> like somewhere. Like the FedEx logo with the arrow. It's, it's like, this is so oh, off topic. Yeah. A, I'm sure it's on one of those like BuzzFeed 10 logos. You didn't know. <laughs> like you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, there's another, it's like the FedEx logo that's got the arrow yeah, yeah. hidden in it and stuff like that. Um, there's, there's still people who haven't noticed that and I, mm. I like to be like, you know, if you look yeah, like you can be really FedEx. like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's just guys. those. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. Though. I still. I don't I, think I find I anything that. more satisfying than a perfect logo. Yeah, that's such a lame sentence, but <laughs> no, not at it's all. so um, yeah. When people have just smashed it, and you go, oh, mm. we'll we'll nail one. Yeah, we'll get one one day. <laughs> but that, do, do you guys do you dabble in pro, uh, logo design as well, or like you yeah. just sort of like all rounders? It really was our bread and butter. You would. I was like, I was in house um, at agencies and companies for my whole career before Telegram. Mm. So branding and stuff was like, yeah, my jam. Mm. So, yeah, we do still, I guess. Yeah. it's We have an agent. So our illustration agent is um, Siobhan Squire and she she deals with all of our commercial side of the work. Yeah. So we still get jobs mm-hmm. um, branding or advertising book covers editorials we don't um, talk about a lot of the design side of our commercial work we've actually so only much. just 
started a new Instagram for that, haven't mm. we? To like be like, oh, by the way, do you guys know we actually do this? Yeah, it's not all just our own prints and stuff. So it's like yeah, yeah. The, the split is probably 60 40. Yeah. Is it it's still under the Telegram? So umbrella? a Telegram studio. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just Telegram is the um, our commercial side, isn't it? And then yeah. Paperco is the paper bits. Yeah. That's I mean, nice. It's like it, you can tell that you guys have a real background in like brand and well I mean, you can tell your designers obviously like by the work but like having that separation of um commercial sort of this is this is for you guys and then you have the yeah the, the sort of more like not corporate but like you know, i think it's because we have to separate because it just gets confusing yeah we found that <laughs> like, when we had it all under one roof people would come to our website wanting to buy a print but they're like oh is it a studio what is this because really our website is just a shop yeah now we've um, just focused it's just a shop so it's it's focused on like you come to the website to buy some greetings cards or to buy a print or to buy you know some something mm. whereas you won't yeah. get distracted by oh they did a book cover for penguin yeah what so my yeah. buying can so i buy sometimes, that sometimes like, we yeah. used to, yeah we used to get <laughs> emails that were like can i buy this like really old gig poster or this print that was actually an editorial for like Virgin or something. And it's like, <laughs> no, that's a, yeah. that's a 16 foot billboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, you don't think you want it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're over it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It's also, um, it, I can imagine going on a rabbit hole with that. Like if it was on your website, if you had all the other client work, mm. then it'd be like, Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. And you forget. You, it's a distraction. Yeah. Buy stuff. Buy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's the same even with the, the commercial side of stuff. So we our, our portfolio is exclusively illustration stuff, but we've we've done branding, we've branded, you know, venues, like media companies, yeah. uh breweries, like kind of everything because we came from a design background. Yeah. So you've but got we don't ever really talk about it because we it's not the work we're prioritizing, I suppose. Yeah. So you, yeah. it's not we started focus. to talk about it a bit more. A bit more, yeah. Well, now, now, yeah. now yeah. the platform. But but it's also like you're demonstrably able to do it. So if people wanted mm. to, so you don't have to say, look, we do design work as well mm. for people. It's like, duh, like, yeah. obviously you do. So it's, it feels sort of sensible that you, you know, you don't have to shout about all the, yeah. the, the fact you can do it. It's like, it's obviously you can do it. So yeah, I hope that, I think you've, because you've been Telegram and built the name up for quite a long time now, you know, a lot of people in, in industry and agencies are aware of us and our agent's really good. And I think we're known in that world. Not okay, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. always go, yeah, work for this company. People kind of yeah, know who we yeah, are. Yeah, I think. What do you do? So, like, postcards and that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got so many followers, though. Like, I'm checking on your Instagram. It's like, you're not. Like, All bots. Oh, yeah. Bots, yeah. yeah. We bots. bought them. Okay. <laughs> Still, I looked at us for 20,000. It's 20,000. Yeah, nearly 20,000. We're like 19.9 something, something. And I'm like, come on. Just just, just stick with 20,000. 20,000, yeah. Yeah. By the time this goes out, 25,000. You're going to get the buddy bump. Yes. Yay. On on me, guys. (laughs) Um, Okay, so one thing before I... I'm going to try and steer it to a wrap-up position. But um, so what... What was your reason behind having this studio here over a shop, like a physical shop front shop? Well, I mean, you, I, did you, want you have the, the shop, mail order. You? you have the mail order side as well. Yes, so that's that's a major part. Yeah, of it, yeah. it's so mostly storage. I think probably mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, a lot we have to store. So we have a lot of prints, a lot of cards, a lot of packaging. That's 
finding a shop that had that room in the back. It was finding the right space. We didn't yeah. really look that hard. No. We we had to, it kind of got to a point where we had to find a studio because we were living in a small apartment with a baby yeah. on the way. So we yeah, had yeah, to yeah. move all our stuff somewhere. So we started looking and then there was, we talked about a shop, didn't we? And then. I think before Woody was born, we just thought we won't have time to yeah. run a shop and the studio and the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But whereas in hindsight, probably could have would have been fine like we could we would have been working in the shop just had it open kind of thing mm-hmm. it probably would have been okay but we could have done sort of margate opening hours of you know mm. yeah a few days a week yeah. which seems to be yeah the, the, so the way of doing it which, closed, which closed makes Monday. so much sense yeah exactly. <laughs> it was more um, just um we kind of i think found intimidating this. we didn't we yeah. hadn't done it before and we were taking I, on a lot of the yeah to jump into that would have yeah. been rough, we always yeah. tend to do quite a lot all at once so the year we moved we moved and got married and then the next year we got pregnant and moved, moved to studio, moved house. And then um, I think we were just a bit intimidated by taking on a shop um, mm-hmm. because it seemed like a whole other thing than just a yeah. studio where you can hide and it can be a bit messy. <laughs> yeah. We're dealing with customers as well. Like that's yeah. we're, we're not too bad with that because we've done a lot of craft fairs and um, art yeah. fairs yeah. and poster shows and stuff. So we're kind of okay with that. But Yeah, you're not closed off in the studio. Like you've obviously got contact with people yeah. a lot it's a really yeah. nice way of yeah I, I like that aspect of it but we've just never done the shop a bit before so it just yeah. seemed like i think at the time a lot to take yeah. on a whole new thing to learn yes like how do you, you open yeah. a shop but then looking back we probably could have done it yeah. but never mind too late maybe at some point yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. well yeah i mean you've, you've got the stock to to make it happen if you mm. wanted to but like yeah also you, you you do like wholesale with people mm-hmm. down here as well, yeah. so that you've got yeah. your stuff is out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of stuff. Like there's people doing it really, really well. So um, there's some fantastic shops in Margate doing what kind of what we would be doing, mm. I suppose. It's just easier to get stocked with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they road, know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, all right, let's see future. Do you have? five, ten year plans? Do you just sort of play it by ear or like if, if what are your, what's your plans for the next kind of um, decade or so? Wow. Well, Visions, well, goals, retirement. <laughs> <Mood boards. Yeah>. <laughs> Millionaire <laughs> retirement. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> I think wholesale is a big thing for us, isn't yeah. it? Like mm-hmm. working more on that, working on making the shop our main source of work. Mm-hmm. Um, still doing commercial work. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, but um, relying on it less, yes. having to rely on it less. Yeah. So yeah, making yeah, yeah. our shop and and Paperco successful with wholesalers and customers enough that that's mm-hmm. our bread and butter. Yeah. That's that was the all that was the dream from the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's been it's been growing. It's just a case of um, continuing it and keeping that kind of momentum going. Because not really a quick way to do it. It's just like a no. slow build up, build up. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. don't. We would. We've never worked with like trends or predicting yeah. kind of what people <laughs> have had a business plan <laughs> so, we, so we do uh, things like top drawer and things which are wholesale <clears throat> shows yeah, um yeah. so it's full of people making cards and prints all looking all along a lot a looking similar so there's uh, like this, obviously this themes. one in london is it that's, yeah. yes that's yeah. this top drawer uh, uh, you're totally right it's quite uh it's it's like what separates 
this stool. Yeah. Thing, this stool. In, I, I don't, I'm not dissing at all. I, really exactly. Like, saying, no, they're all like yeah, well done. Not no, highly no, work yeah, at all. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And there's just... some absolutely incredible work there and it's so nice to go around it. Yeah, it's, it's an inspiring place to yeah. go and look around actually. But um, one thing people do say to us in a positive the people that stop a lot of people just walk a lot of people walk past and whatever but a lot of people stop and um they'll go like god there's nothing like you guys here which is great but it's also like so we missed the memo (laughs) it does feel a bit like that like the the 2019 trend of like foil script handwriting and we're just like yeah yeah, we don't don't do trends we landed on a trend this year we by accident we were oh yeah the color yeah the adobe color of the year this coral it's this coral which is no it's a pantone color of the year oh sorry what did i say adobe On this, uh, the, yeah. What what series was this one from? This is a travel collection. Um, so we're looking at. Is it, are you talking about the sky color? Is yeah, one? yeah. Right. It's the RV. So yeah. that color was the Pantone color of the year, and they put yeah. it up, and we were like, "Great, nailed it." Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's in most of our prints that color. Yeah, it's, it's just like it was bound really, to happen one lovely. one year. It's yeah. Bound to get accidentally on trend one year. Because so. our work doesn't really lend itself to trends. We just is what it is, and it doesn't. It, like yeah. it does change yeah but um our like overall it's... inspirations and influences are going to be the same yeah. yeah we'll get new ones but they'll be the same <laughs> yeah well, no but it, it's like it's really it's like your true voice like yeah that, that's it's the 100% it's like... genuine yeah yes yeah, yeah. which makes it easier to it sell. makes it easier to sell that's exactly what I was gonna say because yeah. I think if I was to make something that was just on trend I wouldn't believe in it I'd be like I've done this because other people have done it and I'd feel yeah. guilty selling it I'd be a bit yeah. like I don't believe in this but also like in in talking about it if like if somebody says so what's the story behind you be but like well yeah i mean it's you know it's on like, trend yeah but like the way you've been talking about your work so mm-hmm. far it's like i can tell this is like genuinely this is your passion this is your mm-hmm. the voice yeah it does make it like, much easier to talk about and sell yeah, yeah. which uh, some people that come around wholesalers that, that shows like that really care about which is so nice and they're the people we sell to mm-hmm. who will really have the same kind of passion and then other people don't care they just want to buy something that their customers will buy yeah. yeah which is like and they're not the they're not wholesalers for us yeah exactly so it's finding the right and same with our customers as well we've been really our customers are amazing I, they're so, so good they always they they really get it and they yeah. really like yeah. they get, get the it. screen printing process mm-hmm. and the uniqueness of that and they get like the influences and we often have customers that have like quite a lot of our work mm. like I see it on your instagram like you you do a really good job of like posting yeah posting people's photos and people take amazing photos which makes my instagram life easy (laughs) i'm just like just put that up but they did yeah it sounds they're cheesy but our customers are great yeah Um, they're really really lovely and they leave us some amazing feedback yeah it feels so nice when your stuff is going to homes that really like it gets appreciated and yeah yeah Yeah, that passion has followed through from what we do to them putting it up yeah Yeah. or them buying it for their like partner or friends and they'll just be like Oh, they're going to love this. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm so glad. So a lot of the, what we're planning to do is a continuation of kind of what we're doing, but but being a bit better about getting out to more places, I suppose. Right. We've always been quite bad about just shouting about stuff. Yeah, so we'll make something nature. and then be like, okay, we've made that, put it in that drawer. What next? Oh, and then oh God, no, that's, we don't that's, tell anyone about it. It's not unique to you. Like, I think that's what, like, we create you know creative creative i'm not going to say creatives creative people i'm using the wrong word um like you you sort of you you do the work and then you're just on to the next thing yeah. and then mm, like doing yeah. the, doing the 
the grind of business the is like thing another is like, job isn't yeah, it it's another yeah. degree like yeah. so yeah. being like two people we have to do the business stuff the wholesale stuff the social media which is mm. like a whole someone's whole job is like social media you could legitimately it's get like, a person to do your yeah your whole social media so we, yeah. we kind of squeeze it all in and just kind of learning as we go and making yeah. it up and and it's just the band that's all the stuff we didn't get into this for Right, so. got into yeah, it's just stuff things. that you kind of have yeah, to do yeah, that you yeah. sort of resent a little bit, but <laughs> you, it works, so yeah. you have to do it. Yeah. So we started setting ourselves, okay, Wednesday is going to be focused on our wholesale yeah. day, and um, right, that's all we do that day. We don't get distracted by new ideas that we want to play with or whatever. We have to mm. set a certain amount of discipline. Mm. Um, and that's started to help us now, like, yeah. focusing on all the bits that we're terrible at. Yeah, but uh, it's another thing. You, it's, yeah, it's an, again, you know, like the the kid, and, and that's yeah. like another job. So it's like yeah. it's essential. So I have to just mm-hmm. grip, grip my teeth and go through it. But that's yeah. like for your peace of mind, it appears to be your social media and everything. Like it's lovely, and like the oh, web, the thanks. website is really oh, lush. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, I compliment you for days. But, oh, yeah, thanks. It's, uh, it comes across like lush, it's oh, very, that's very sharp, very and nice. clean, and yeah. Thanks. I love it. I'm a big fan. And oh, we can do um, this again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the compliment cast. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I've probably got a lot more questions to ask, but we are, we're on a bit of a limit and this is going to be, uh, I'm going to end up rambling and drinking more coffee and getting all hyped up. But, uh, <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Tell, tell me and everyone listening, how is like, what's the best, most, frequently updated method of communication socially social media um, oh instagram yeah mm-hmm. twitter i i don't have it on my phone anymore because i hate it and one of my <laughs> one of my best friends is very yeah. high up at twitter so don't tell her um but i am um, yeah i don't go on with twitter i don't know why um so it, that, yeah again it's not for everyone like, it's, it's more words than there. pictures i guess well you yeah, can no, obviously totally, put pictures yeah. up but Instagram is immediate pictures and I like pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it just works. It just makes sense for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is updated with our Instagram. So that's kind of like done. We, just, we do a bit of Facebook stuff, yep. but it's Instagram 100% Instagram. all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and stories, I really like stories. They're more fun and throw away. And sometimes, I, sometimes I'll film something. I think I filmed a video of me dancing something not long ago. And I said, can I put this on stories? And you're like, ah, if you want. <laughs> didn't, yeah. didn't go up in the end. Um, but it is a bit more. It's a bit off brand, okay? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a picture of a print will do. Yeah, just to put the work up. It's pretty focused on this. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I think it was relevant. I don't, well, I don't see how. If you were dancing around, like showing, pointing at pieces yeah, of work. Yeah, I was probably doing yeah. that. I was probably doing that. you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's fun. I do like doing stories and stuff and. Instagram is just the one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's where I get, it's where I follow everyone that I like yeah, and course, where I yeah. see their work. And yeah. so I use it as much as hopefully people use it for us. Kind uh-huh. of, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, is it, the, do, does either one of you sort of take charge of it or is it just mm-hmm. like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm the social media guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just learning yeah, as I yeah. do it and seeing yeah, what works, seeing what time to put things up, all that kind of, all the kind of weird things you need to know yeah. stats and insights and yeah no it's a consideration for sure like if you're going to do it properly like that's yeah yeah because we used to, to just throw stuff up whenever and now it's got to be more of a consideration and mm, yeah yeah it's everyone it's like all of these little bits of our jobs 
their whole careers. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's really <laughs> hard. So, much. so you have to do the whole yeah. week's social media and email campaign in about an hour. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then get on with what we consider like our, our actual jobs, our yeah, real yeah, jobs. Yeah. It's yeah. probably good because it's like, sometimes if you only have that hour to do it, it's like, it has to happen in that yeah. hour. So you're, yeah. it's almost like your your brain's like, all right, uh, here you go. Here's some mm. That's true because when I, when I used yeah. to work in-house at our proper job, <laughs> um, I used to, I think back, I'm like, what did I do all day? Like, <laughs> it's amazing. What a luxury. Just on YouTube. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Because all my, my job was just design or whatever. Mm. Didn't have to do social media or mm. yeah. any of the rest of it. God, what luxury. I know. <laughs> it probably feels like sometimes here, you probably feel like, wait, I'm, I'm not really working. But like, if you take a step back, if, from my position, it's like, I don't know where you guys find the time to do anything. But like, you're probably like, you feel like you're just chilling, just drawing and stuff, but yeah, you f- you're you're really like yeah, when hard you're in it. Researching, especially like wholesale and stuff like that, and you're researching or inspiration for prints or new collections or whatever, it does feel a bit like I'm literally just on the internet. Mm-hmm. How is this my job? Yeah, but I mean, we also sometimes work evenings and weekends are often full. So yeah, 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 yeah it's full on, but we we're getting it done. Sort of bit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's frustrating. There just there never seems to be. Everyone sets it so, but there's never enough hours in the day. It's you so do wonder what you used to do beforehand. Yeah, and but that's that. I mean, we're we're doing it out of passion, which helps. Yeah, because if we hated it, yeah, it would be a grind. There's You'd be no doing something point. else by yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah at yeah. the end of the day, we do we do appreciate how lucky we are that we can. I mean, it is it is luck that we get to work for ourselves, but it's also work that we've got here to be able to do yeah. it. We, oh yeah, yeah, but. We do appreciate that it's, you know, working for yourself is nice. Yeah. It's hard, but there's so many benefits. Mm. Yeah. We do know that that's a good thing. Well, you've you've earned every moment of it, and oh, I love thanks. it. Big fan. Thanks. Oh, thanks. thanks so much. Stella job, guys. Oh. Um, Kate and Bobby <laughs> Evans of Telegram Paper Company. All correct? Yep. Nailed it. Excellent. Any words, anything you want to add oh. in closing? You don't have to. Have a great day. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. How about that? A sign out. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so Thanks much. for having us. Nice. Right. It's really fun. Yay. Take care. There we go. Uh, yeah, super nice chatting to them. I think if I'm right in remembering this, that might have been their first podcast. I, it's weird. I find it hard to believe some of the guests like haven't recorded a podcast before, which is bizarre because it just it seems like everyone's just so naturally good at it and really easy to chat to. So yeah, it, it's it's baffling, but um, yeah, yeah, weren't weren't they lovely? It was really, really cool. And it's really nice to chat to people who perhaps, you know, you if they don't have like a physical shop, then it's sort of, uh, it has the feeling of being, you know, kind of behind closed doors and it's um, it's sort of work being made in studios where you don't get to see the people. But it, it's really nice to, to hear them talk about this stuff because I feel like they're, you know, they're, they're humble and, um, you know, if you met them in the street, I don't know if they're sort of, immediately blab about what they do i think it's like it, it was a really it was just a really nice 
nice time and a really nice way to get to know them. And uh, yeah, I hope you dug that one. Um, definitely check their website so you can get their original uh, screen prints, uh, cards like birthday cards and greetings cards and whatnot. Um, you can get stationery, like notepads and stickers and personalized prints as well. So have a look in their site for all that because Christmas is coming up, you know they have they they got you covered they they have got your back from beginning to end so treat treat yourself treat some friends treat some family members to some damn fine paper goods you will not regret it i think so give me a shout i'm contactable uh, as i say you might find me walking around margate uh, i'm I wear a hat and headphones any given day, probably a backpack. You might find me in a coffee shop. That's where I inevitably seem to end up. Otherwise, I am on uh, buddy at buddypeace.com. Uh, you can check my website, which is buddypeace.com, obviously. Uh, Music-wise, if you can have a look at some of my, or oh, have a listen to some of my past musical endeavors uh that is at buddypeace.bandcamp.com be nice uh if you if you ever you know have a little listen to some of that stuff there's a lot of yeah got like projects going way back to the early 2000s or maybe even before i can't remember it goes back and i'm on twitter uh at buddy underscore peace and instagram on the same handle they call it which is at buddy underscore peace give me a give me a shout on there give me a follow why not go on treat yourself <laughs> treat yourself it, it'd, be, it'd be lovely to hear from you and i'd love to hear what you thought of this episode and uh and yeah what you think of the past two episodes this one included um it's it's one thing recording them Sometimes you know, two or three months in advance and then another thing, listening back and editing them and then putting them out and then they're sort of, that's it. The the journey is, is almost complete, but it's not because then it's out to the public and, uh, you know, I can get a good idea of who's listening, but I'm optimistic of what people think of it, but I just, I really genuinely hope that it's, it's something you've been enjoying and um, I'm looking forward to putting more of these out for you because yeah I, I hope that the spirit of margate is is really sort of coming through so far uh the the, the ones we've got coming up it, it definitely will uh i will see you all next week for another episode buddies buddies I'd like to think of you all as my buddies now two episodes then is that too premature to say i don't think so i think we're buddies have a lovely one Enjoy Margate, enjoy wherever you are right now. Much love to you and yours. Thanks for listening. Farewell. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.